everybody. Deanna Lay, CEO and founder of ICAG. I know a guy slash gal. I'm super excited to be back with you today for another ICAG interview. Today, we have the phenomenal Beth Trogue of Home Plus Inspection Services. She's here to tell you all the things and help you find what you can't see. That's what they're perfect at. So Beth, yeah. welcome to the ICAG interview. Hi, Deanna. How are you? Hey, man, freaking tastic. I get to talk to you, my friend. So of course oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so Home Plus Inspection Services, tell me a little bit about how you got into it, what it's all about, why you all are so fantastic at what you do. So we have been doing home inspections for a little over seven years. Um, and we got into it after having run a remodeling and home building company. Okay. Scott has been a home builder or a remodeler his entire life. He nice. has done everything from poured foundations to put on roofs to done major remodeling. And um, about seven and a half, eight years ago, we started just saying, you know what, this is getting a little old. He was getting older and trying to maintain good help in that field was getting tougher. And so we actually met another home inspector who said, I think this would be a great transition for you. And he started a training process and loved it. And we transitioned quickly to home inspections. Very cool. So that background, and Scott is your husband, by the way. Correct. Correct. Um, so that transition probably was perfect for him because I don't know a lot of home inspectors that have been in the home remodeling slash building side of things, the construction side of things. So how does that help out make him a better inspector? Well, it really does help out because when he sees something that's a potential defect in a house, he kind of can look at it as to the why it has become a defect why is the floor joist sagging? Why is the roof leaking? Why is that plumbing situation going on? Um, and you're correct. A lot of home inspectors do not have that background. And so for him to be able to take a defect and not just identify a defect, which is what home inspections do, but to take that defect and be able to explain the why and a potential repair so that the homeowner can have a better idea as to what it's going to take to fix that and whether that's a task they want to take on or something they want to walk away from and say, you know what, that's just too big of a project for us. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Now, I've talked to you on several occasions and you educated me on the fact that the home inspection industry is pretty unregulated for the most part, but, but you all have specific certifications that you have gone after to make you like the tippity of the top, right? That is correct. In the state of Missouri, there's no licensing and no certifications or regulations required for a home inspector, which is really quite scary. Yeah, that's like I could decide tomorrow to go out and just become a home inspector. And really there's nobody there to tell me whether what I'm doing is right or wrong. And a lot of home sales hinge on the inspection itself, it seems pretty important. It is very important. And it is really scary that no one puts any sort of training or regulation behind them. So the Missouri Real Estate Board um, has kind of leaned towards ASHI, 
which is the American Society of Home Inspectors, okay. as their standard for home inspections. So they have trusted that if a if an inspector has done the work to become ASHE certified, there is a standard of practice being followed. There is a process and a protocol. There are certain things that are going to be looked at every single time a home is inspected. And there are certain um, standards that are going to be achieved in that inspection. There's not just going to be some person randomly looking in that's like, oh, I've put roofs on before. I can look at your roof. Or, you know, I've framed a house. I can go look at the structure of this house. Um, so we have chosen to become ASHE certified. And to be certified, you have to have completed over 200 inspections that are audited and reviewed by the National ASHE Board. Um, and the average inspector, people, people wonder about this often. The average inspector does five to 10 inspections a week. 10 inspections a week is like the max. And so to say you've completed 200 inspections or 500 inspections, that can take you, it takes you a lot of time to get to that point. That's not, you know, some people are like, well, 200 is not very many. And ultimately it's not, but there is a lot of experience that's going into that and a lot of time and training. The other part of being certified is that they have completed the National Home Inspectors Exam. It's known as the NHIE. The okay. book for this is about three inches thick. They do have to study and prepare and pass this national test that also provides a lot of background and training to them on areas that they may not have as much experience in until they've completed that test. I think that is a great way to stand apart in your industry because a lot of homeowners and maybe even realtors aren't educated on the differentiation between what makes a home inspector like the real deal and what does it. So I think that it's absolutely fantastic that when people sign up to get their inspection with Home Plus Inspection Services, that they are getting um, a team of people who have gone above and beyond. They're not just doing what it takes to get by, um, but they, you've gone above and beyond to make sure that you are getting everything that you need to know about the industry for your clients, for sure. So I love Absolutely. That. And especially through COVID, as a lot of new agents came on with remote training and things like that, that piece kind of got lost. And there are a lot of newer agents, younger agents out there who just don't know the difference or don't understand it. We also saw through the crazy boom of 20 and 21 inspectors coming out of the woodwork. Everybody thought they knew what it took to be an inspector. Um, and so it is really important that you know that you're getting someone who is trained and certified and has some background and experience in what they're doing. Yeah. And I think people need to learn to do their due diligence as well. I say this a lot, just because you can hold a paintbrush, that doesn't mean that you should have a painting business. <laughs> you know? No, no. <laughs> just because you think you can be a home inspector doesn't mean that you're good at what you do and you can leave clients feeling safe um, that you've done a good job. So I know it's something Absolutely. you all take very, very seriously. Um, so tell me about your why, like what your why, what do you love most about what you guys do and how you do it? 
So we have bought several homes. As I said, Scott has built several homes. Scott also knows what it's like to work with a crew. Um, not necessarily his crew, but you know, he may come in and be doing the framing while you've got someone else doing electrical or plumbing or whatever. And he always says the project is only as good as the guy actually swinging the hammer or tightening the screws or doing the job. And so, um, to know that someone is coming behind and just reassuring the client of what they're really getting. Your mm -hmm. home purchase is one of your biggest investments ever. And it's one of the places you're going to raise your family. And you want to know what you're getting into. Um, we love, love to educate first-time home buyers. Mm -hmm. um, if we can get a first-time home buyer and walk through that home with them and not only show them the defects, but show them the great architecture in their home, show them how well it was built, and then educate them about things like changing furnace filters, where's your main water shutoff valve, what does this plumbing system mean under here? What do you need to worry about with this or that? Scott really enjoys educating a first-time home buyer and just seeing them glow as they make that decision to buy that first home and know what they're getting into and know that what they're getting into is what they expected. Maybe they're expecting a fixer-upper. Great. You've got a fixer-upper and here's your biggest issues. Maybe they're expecting something that's going to be hopefully worry-free for 10 years. Okay, well, then these issues need to be addressed or not addressed, whatever that is for each individual client. And every client is different. And every situation is different. Every house is different. We inspect 150 year old houses in the city and we expect brand new construction. Um, and all of those things have their own unique characteristics that need to be addressed. And that again plays into the importance of having somebody who knows what they're doing and has been in business a while and has seen a lot of different types of houses. Um, these are questions that you really do need to be asking your home inspection company. And I think a lot of times people wait until they're in the process of selling a home or buying a home to get that home inspection. But personally, if we ever go to sell this home, I know I would want you all to come out and do the inspection on it. So I know what we might need to fix before we put it up for sale. Um, just so we're comfortable passing this house on to somebody else. So I think people forget that they can be super proactive when it comes to selling their house or just finding out if there's things going on that they can't see. You want to speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. So, you know, we've come out of this crazy seller's market, um, meaning sellers were kind of in charge. They were in charge of driving timeframes and price points and all of those things. But as the market has settled back down, pre-listing inspections are something that have happened in the past and we're seeing them come back. A seller has lived in their home for 10 or 15 or 20 years. When was the last time they really got up on their roof and inspected their chimney? When did they last crawl through their crawl space or get into their attic and check out how things are going up there? And so in order to keep the selling process smooth, we can come in and do a pre-sale inspection and look at those big ticket items so that one, you can address it. And then two, we also address small ticket items. It can be very intimidating for a buyer to get an inspection report that has 50 things on them. Mm. Well, there's a good possibility 20 of those could have been eliminated with a screwdriver, 
tightening cabinets, tightening doors that aren't opening properly, fixing a plumbing leak that they found under their sink, that we found under their sink and they didn't even know was there. And it was a five minute job to tighten something up. And now you go from an inspection report with 50 things on it to 30 things on it and the buyer's less afraid. When they get their inspection report and there's 50 items on it, they panic. Yeah, they're like, and we don't want the buyer to panic for the seller or the buyer. So there's a lot of things that a pre-sale inspection can do. And then there's a lot of things, as you mentioned, that a maintenance inspection can do. Many homeowners don't have the ladder proper to get up on their roof and inspect their chimney or to, nor do they want to crawl through their crawl space or get in their attic or do some of those other things <clears throat> that just need to be addressed to maintain your home from some sort of major defect. So we we handle all of those. We do pre-listing, we do maintenance, and we do buyer's inspections to handle all circuits of the process. Um, we just got a notice this week. I got a Facebook message this week from a realtor who we've never really worked with on a buyer's side, but we have inspected several of his homes from the seller's side where he's representing the seller. And he took the time this week to send me a message and say, my seller was so impressed with your report, with the detail, with the professionalism of your company, that they want to use you when they get ready to buy and have sold this house. Okay. And so inspectors can kind of be considered deal killers. We're not always everybody's favorite person. Um, in fact, we go in and we're telling a seller what's wrong with their home and we're telling a buyer all of the defects for what they've picked out to be their dream. Right. Um, and it's so that can kind of be a, yeah, but, but to know that they respected our professionalism enough to be like, you pointed all this out and we want to use you again. It's just a really big compliment. And that's what we want to do. You know, we're not, our opinion is anything can be fixed. The biggest defect in the home can be fixed. However, you have to know if it's financially able for you to fix it or if time-wise it's going to work for you to fix it. So we really go in there not being like, oh, the sky is falling on this house, but to just point out what those defects are and what it's going to take to repair them and let the buyer make that educated decision. Yeah. Well, and I know you both personally and you're such caring people. They're, the last thing you want to do is kill anybody's deal. You, Like you said, you just want to educate and make sure that everybody is informed. Because here's the thing. If there's something wrong with the house, there's something wrong with the house. Just right. because you point it out doesn't make there anything less wrong with the house. It's just Correct. that you all are, are doing the protection on, on both sides, really, to make sure everybody knows what they're getting and, and what's being offered. So I think it's fantastic. And and I, I am standing here saying, sitting here saying that any, any buyer who passes up an inspection, ah, uh, I know that was happening for a while and I have my own personal feelings. I could get on a soapbox about it, but anybody walks into buying a house, their biggest purchase most likely and chooses not to get an inspection on it just so they can get that house. Like you still better hire home plus inspection services. So you know what you're getting. <laughs> well, and we did have a lot of that 
we've had a lot of those clients call us back once they got into those houses and be like, we still want the inspection because we still want the information. But for whatever reason, they had to go through and make that transaction happen. Um, it was very frustrating that the real estate industry let that happen. Um, and most realtors will tell you they hated it. They lost sleep over it. It scared them every time they signed one of those contracts um, because everybody knows it's just a bad idea. Um, why the market swung that way, it was pretty short-lived. Um, I mean, it was less than 10 months that the market was even entertaining that. And it has quickly turned back around. Like everybody's very, like, very, very few people. Maybe we should try this out for a minute. Oh, that's a bad idea. Let's it's a bad idea. That again. <laughs> We're in the middle of a pandemic. Why not try something different? Like, yeah. I mean, they had to write a special sales contract to make that happen. Like new federal forms were developed to make this happen. And realtors now are like, I don't ever want to see that form again. That like form. that form needs to be burned and never come back. Good. I'm glad it has swung the other way. Because when I heard about that happening, I'm like, oh, I mean, bad idea. Bad, bad, but. So tell me Everybody about knows. the year that you all have coming up. I know depending on when people watch this, I mean, people may even catch this in 2024, 2025, because this will be on the interwebs for as long as the interwebs is around. But what are some goals you have going into this year, 2023? And what are you guys working on? Well, so we are a locally owned company. Um, as I've mentioned a couple of times, Scott is the owner of the company and I run a lot of the office work and do the marketing and networking and all of those things. But we are growing. We do want to grow. We never want to become the nationwide franchise that everybody, you know, is on every corner throughout the whole state and we lose lose touch with that individual um, feel and touch because we do believe that's important. But we are growing. Um, we have a couple inspectors. We've hired an office support staff. And so um we want to expand our area. We are actually looking at expanding into Illinois. Um, there are regulations and state licensing that are required over there. So that takes another level of event. Um, but, you know, growing so that we can reach more realtors. We interact with about 400 realtors on a yearly basis, um, but we'd love to double that number. Um, and, this year in particular, Scott and I plan to turn the day-to-day -day operations of the company over to our other inspectors and our office support girl um, while we're out interacting more in the field, attending more events, being in person with the realtors. Um, we are in the process of developing our own CE school. Um, the realtor board requires um, CE credits to be approved at the state and national real estate level. And so I'm in the process of writing some CE curriculum. And as a result of that, in order to present that curriculum, we have to develop our own school with administrators and monitors and things like that. So that mm -hmm. is a big goal for 23. Um, the way the real estate industry works is every even year, the realtors have to take a certain number of classes to maintain their certification. And so the odd years kind of become off years where they just don't participate as much. And then of course the even year when it's all due by October, they all frantically get classes. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't we all operate that way? Right, 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 right. So my goal is to get that curriculum uh, written and developed and approved by fall so that come January, we're ready to run with just being more involved in the real estate community through training and educating um, our realtors, which become our primary referral source. So that sounds Absolutely fantastic. See, everybody, I know some really cool people. I really do. Smart, smart people doing really, really cool things. So um, as we kind of wrap up, uh, what are some common misconceptions about the home inspection industry in general? Um, I know we kind of touched on a couple things that might cause confusion in the market and in the minds of buyers and sellers and even realtors. But can you think of something we didn't cover that might be a misconception? Well, um, I mean, you did mention a couple of them, and that is we get perceived as the deal killers, and that is never our goal. Um, I think another big one that we talked about is that inspectors inspections are only for buyers, and that is not true. Um, we We inspect homes for sellers as well. Um, I think another one is that your realtor is in charge of who your home inspection is. And that is not true. I love our realtors. I value our realtors and they are our primary referral source. Okay. But don't be afraid to take a um, referral from your realtor, but then do your homework and call the next guy too. find somebody on your own. Um, inspections, you know, you're not, pricing can vary greatly. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of sort of modern technology that people throw out in different types of inspections, like infrared scanning and all this other kind of stuff. And they, they throw a lot of fancy words in there and charge you a lot more when you're really still getting the same ashy approved inspection that you're getting with or without all of these fancy words, but their price might be twice as much. Oh, wow. um, so a realtor referral is great, but also do your homework, know who you're getting, call the next guy on the list, make sure that you have, that you trust who you're getting and that you know what the inspection is really going to cover. Um, and, you know, we also talked about this whole, everybody assumes a home inspector probably carries some sort of license or certification and they just don't. So make sure that your guy does. Um, you know, we're not, there are plenty of home inspectors out there. There are plenty of realtors out there. We're not the perfect fit for every client. Your home inspector needs to be able to ask some questions to know what you're looking at in this home to be able to give you the answers that you need. And if they're not willing to take the time to do that, then they might not be the right fit for you. Um, and that's okay. Find the next guy. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that you find an inspector and you get the job done. Don't pass on this. Don't, don't skip. <laughs> this is not the place. Yeah. I mean, when you're yeah. looking at a $200,000 home, a $600 inspection is not the item to pass on. Yeah. It's very minimal in the grand scheme of things or what it could end up costing you on the back end for sure. Right. Um, so switching gears, like what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? So I, when I get asked this question, the best piece of advice I was ever given, and I try really hard to stick to this both personally and 
professionally is to have a plan, but be flexible. Um, I'm a mom of five. <laughs> They're on their way out the door. My youngest is now 15. And somebody told me that when they were all like at home and scrambling around. And I felt like I was always losing my mind. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think it's important personally, but also professionally. And we try that in our business. You know, we have a plan, we have goals, we do our things, but we have to be flexible. We have to be able to pivot with a market. We have to know that the kid's going to wake up sick and that's going to throw off the day and not let that ruin your plan necessarily, but be flexible to work within that plan. I love that. Yeah. It, just when you think you have everything set and expectations are, are that everything will go this way, X, Y, Z, just be ready because a wrench might get thrown in it and just know that you have the skills and strengths and talents to go with the flow sometimes it's a lot less stressful to do so I think than to <laughs> well and I think it carries over in our business really well by the time people call us they've seen a house they've written a contract they've put a down payment down they're ready to go they yeah. think and then sometimes we come in with something that's going to put a twist in that but that doesn't mean it destroys the plan it just needs have to address it and be flexible to decide how they want to move forward yeah. Fantastic point. And realtors, here's my suggestion to you. Like if your clients fall in love with a house, just prepare them for all aspects of the home buying journey. And that there might be some tricky spots along the way, but you'll be by their side every single step of the way. And then have trust that the home inspectors that um, you hire, especially Home Plus Inspection Services, want what's best for your clients as well. So I love that. I love it. So anything else you want to tell us as we're wrapping up? Anything um, no, not really. Uh, like I said, we plan to be out and about a lot more, um, making it to more in-person meetings, making it to more realtor events and things like that. So we hope to see you around town this year um, and just keep growing this business as we keep navigating this market. I love it. So how can people get a hold of you? We'll put all of your information, of course, in the show notes. But if people want to reach out to Home Plus Inspection Services, what's the best way to get the most amount of information? The most amount of information you're going to find is on our webpage. Um, you can schedule inspections there. You can see sample reports. You can look at reviews. All of the information is there. Our pricing is out there. So that's www.stlhomeplus.com. And that's obviously available 24 hours a day as well. Um, we do answer our phones in the evening also. So our phone number can be found there. And we understand that buying a home doesn't happen between nine and five. So we answer those office phones in the evening, um, on weekends, things like that. But I would really recommend you go to our website and it's going to give you all of the information you need right there and then make that call. Fantastic. Well, I can't thank you enough for educating me. Every time I talk to you, I learn something new about an industry that I knew nothing about before I met you. So I'm so grateful for you and for our friendship and just I know that anytime I recommend anybody to your company, they are well, well taken care of because you care. So thank you so much for being on the ICAG interview. <laughs> thank you so much for doing this, Deanna. It was a great pleasure. Good, good. Bye, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye.